Hello, this is Evangelist Frank King. Welcome to Biblical Moments. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, it is my hope that you are committed to staying with the Lord until the end. That's what I want to encourage you about today. I will be teaching from Hebrews chapter 10, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Stay with me as I address the subject of keeping the faith until the end. In a race, it's not how you start, but how you finish. If you start a race leading the pack, but end up losing badly, how well you start it won't even matter. The same thing is true about this Christian journey. What matters in the end is how we finish. None of us will have a flawless journey with God. Between the beginning of our walk with him and the end of our time here, we may have some periods that we are not proud of. But in the end, what matters is how you finish with the Lord. And that's what I want to talk about. What advice does the Bible give us for keeping the faith until the end. What I believe will be abundantly clear in the verses I will touch on today is that if you want to keep the faith until the end, you have to be proactive in your relationship with God. You can't just be passive and say, I'm going to roll with the punches and where I end up is where I end up. If you do, you will likely end up in a place where you don't want to be. So let's talk about three things, according to Hebrews chapter 10, that we can do to help us keep the faith until the end. First, according to verse 23, we must hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. This is a call for us to be steadfast in the things we profess to believe. Whatever you have placed your faith in God for, either in this life or for the life to come, you can hold fast to those things without wavering. My friend, God is not like a used car salesman. He is not a lawyer. He's not a preacher. He's not a politician. He is God. And we can trust him because the last part of verse 23 says he is faithful that promised. You see, the professions of our faith are based upon the promises of God and he who has promised is faithful. Secondly, to keep the faith, we need to motivate each other. In verse 24, we find these words, 
And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That should stand out in the house of God. The church should be a place where we provoke each other to love and to good works. Too often the church is known for gossip and being judgmental. But we get more than our share of that in the world already. The local church needs to be the place where we stir each other to good works for God. If I know that you are going through a test, my response should not be to talk about you, but what can I do to keep you going with God? Sometimes we may not feel like doing what we know to be the right thing because of the associated challenges, but all of us can help to motivate each other to love and to good works. Here is the third point for keeping the faith until the end. We must not abandon coming to the house of God. Here is what the writer says about that in verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. There is a growing population of people today who claim to be Christians, but who have chosen to not affiliate themselves with any local assembly. Now, of course, church attendance is not a requirement for salvation. But the Christian experience is of such a nature that your chances of success in keeping the faith until the end are far greater with the fellowship of others than it is in going it alone. God has blessed different people with different gifts and abilities so that when we come together, we can help each other. And notice According to this verse, this exhortation or encouragement will become even more important as we see the day of the Lord approaching. The closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the more turbulent this world will become, the more devilish the devil will become, and the more the need for the ministry of exhortation in the house of God. My friend, this is a serious matter. Think about this. Someone accepts Christ at the age of 25 and God blesses him to live until 85. Now that's a long time to walk with the Lord. Lots of things can go wrong along the way. And no one is an exception to what I'm talking about. You know, I remember... Evangelist Jimmy Swaggett, when he fell morally. That was about 35 years ago. I used to love listening to Brother Swaggett. To me, there was nobody like this guy. And when the news came out about him, I did not believe it. I'm thinking all the reporters are just making up stuff on God's man. But to the shock, 
of the Christian community, it turned out to be true. And I was young in the ministry, and I remember being in my shower and crying because Jimmy Swaggett, somebody I greatly admired, had fallen. Of course, he is still preaching today, but my point is that challenges to our faith can happen on this journey to any of us. And one thing I have noticed as a preacher and pastor is that too many people are just too casual with their relationship with the Lord. They just assume they will turn out all right. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12, Paul the Apostle writes these words, Wherefore, let him that thinketh he stand take heed lest he fall. That is excellent advice. Let him that thinks he stand take heed lest he fall. The more arrogant you are about your ability to stand, the more liable you are to falling. Because when you are arrogant about your ability to stand, you don't put the safeguards in place like you would if you acknowledge the reality that you could fall. You know, our greatest obligation to each other as a church family is to help each other stay on the press for God. Church attendance offers a number of benefits. It offers us the benefit of fellowship. Church attendance offers us the opportunity to form new relationships and friendships with people of like faith. Some men or women may even come to church hoping to find a godly prospect for marriage. Nothing wrong with that as long as it is kept in its proper place. Hey, it's far better than going in the club looking for trouble. But our greatest obligation to each other as a church family is to help each other Stay on the mark for God. Hopefully, you feel good about your relationship with God at this point. But remember, what really matters is how you finish. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, the Bible warns us that we have an adversary, the devil, seeking whom he may devour. His goal is to destroy everything you and I value including especially our relationship with God. And the bottom line is that we have to be more determined to win than he is for us to lose. We have more than enough to win. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through him that has loved us. But our individual walk with God is what we make of it. Let me summarize the three points that I have shared in this message with regard to keeping the faith until the end. Number one, we must hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Number two, we need to motivate each other to love and good works. Thirdly, we must not abandon assembling together and exhorting one another. And we need to do that the more as we see the day of the Lord approaching. 
Remember, in a race, it's not how you start, but how you finish. And my friend, I want to encourage you to finish strong. God is with you to do that very thing. I want to thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.